Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Courtney Clardy, also known as Courtney Arlesia. She's an influencer, writer, author, empowerment speaker, and mental health therapist that prides herself on being a shining example of strength, empowerment, and inspiration to those around her. Courtney's social work career has focused on parent education, mental health services, and the criminal justice field, and she provides psychotherapy services to couples, individuals, and families with a focus in trauma, grief, child loss, anxiety, depression, life changes, and parenting, and so much more. Courtney inspires to continue to encourage and empower people worldwide to get in tune with themselves and find solace in within themselves and their creator. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Hi, and my middle name is pronounced Arlesia. Arlesia, oh, that's your middle name. <laughs> yes, my middle name. That's great. So, I'm so excited to be here. It's great to be here. So Courtney and I have been social media friends. We've, we've talked about that, but we never met. So this is a great time uh, to be on the interview. Um, so, Courtney, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, how you got to where you are today and being a, a therapist and an influencer and um, talk, talk about your journey a little bit. I've speaking influencer into my, my life here recently. Um, so I received that. So I actually started out wanting to do recording industry. So my minor is in recording industry, but at one point in my life, it was my major. And I had decided um, while doing it that that's probably something I didn't want to do for the rest of my life. So I always tell people the me being a social worker and me being a therapist is a God thing. Like God picked this for me. Um, but I am really excited about it. And I love what I do. I love helping people help themselves heal and become the best versions of themselves and to live in their authentic truth and just be who they are and be who God created them to be without having to change or switch or any of those different things like just be yourself is one of my favorite things to do. And watching people transform. I just I just love it. And so I I always tell people, though, like, God, this for me, that is not what I wanted to do. I thought I would be um, an artist manager, an A&R, finding all the hot talent, you know, winning Grammys, all that. Yeah, totally opposite. That's very, very different from what you're doing today. But you do include that as, as who you are, because in your social media, you have a lot of music and you're always sharing mm -hmm. a lot of music. Um, and, and you're dancing, you're always dancing. You're, you truly embody being yourself, right. Um, for your, for your, uh, audience. Um, so what I love about you, Courtney, is that when you, you are very raw and real and, and you, you do a lot of reels, right? Like, um, not real R-E-A-L, but reels are E-E-L-S and you do a lot of reels and where you just talk. And it's so mesmerizing. You have such a soothing voice, right? It's it's kind of okay. like the uh, yeah. the Barry White of therapists, <laughs> female therapists. It's just a very soothing voice, and it, you're just calm and you talk. And 
but the things you talk about are just truth. And I don't know how else to describe it. You just really come from the heart and share whatever is go- whatever it is you're going through for the day. Um, did you ever feel uncomfortable doing that um, and, and just putting your whole life out on social media? Yeah, that's a really, really good question. And um, thank you for the compliment, the very white of life <laughs> therapy. I love that. It's, it's very interesting, too. Let me speak to that real quick, because growing up, I've always had a lower register voice. Um, and so I used to get made fun of. Oh, your voice is deep. You sound like a man. And now everybody's like, oh, my God, your voice is so soothing. But um, I love that. I'm going to have to put that on my resume. <laughs> um, but yes, that's a good question. I, I think I still struggle with uh, being uncomfortable from time to time. But I do strongly believe that there is healing and transparency. And so I think that's why I share so much. Because so if I go back to when I was 23, I had a second trimester miscarriage, which means that I was 18 weeks and seven days pregnant. But I also had to give birth to my child. So even though I was losing my child, I was still in, I was in labor for over 12 hours. At Epidur, I go through the whole birth process. And I here I am, this 23-year-old young woman, and so many women around me had had the same experience, but no one talked about it. No one ever talked about like, yeah, it's okay. You know, it's not, not necessarily normal, but like, we've been through this experience too. You know, we can hold your hand to it through. And so from that moment, because I had shared with people about me being pregnant, I also shared about me losing my son and going through that whole healing process at a very, very young age. And so, and still trying to figure out like who I am. Cause at that moment I was just like, oh, you thought you were grown girl and you are not like, <laughs> and so I had to like navigate all these different feelings and emotions, but that kind of really opened the door for where I am now. I've always been a, like a very open person though and willing to talk to people and willing to help people or, you know, give advice to people. Sometimes though, when people would come to me for advice, I used to be confused by that um, because I'm like, why are you coming to me at all the people <laughs> that you could ask advice like me? Like, what do you see in me that I don't see in myself um, that you feel comfortable enough to say, Courtney, Courtney can give me some good advice. So I think, but even presently today, I still have to deal with like, okay, how are people going to feel about this? You know, what are people going to say? Um, cause like right now I got blue hair and that is very taboo being in the mental health field and being a therapist and, you know, it can be deemed unprofessional. <clears throat> and so I went back and forth with, but this is who I am. This is my personality and blue spoke to me. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. So I have to work through my feelings and emotions about it uh, and check in with myself often. It's not easy, but I do think that it's my calling of like being transparent to help myself heal also, but help others as well. That's, that's so great. It's really hard to be yourself um, because, you know, society puts us in a box, right? And it's like, you have to be a therapist. And I see that in a lot of your posts because, you know, you post hip hop music and, 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 you know, R&B and sometimes there's cussing and, you know, and you're, you dance freely and you're just being yourself. And I love that because, you know, you don't have to be what everybody else tells you what what you should be just because you're a therapist or just because whatever role you are. And that's what happens so often in society. Um, and so I 
but it's it's interesting that as a therapist, and even though you help people, and that's probably what you you help them with, right? Overcoming that mm-hmm. self doubt and overcoming that, you know, being authentic. Um, it sounds like you still question yourself, and you're constantly checking in, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, so what what advice would you give to uh, someone who's trying to be authentic, but they don't feel like they can be because of a role they're supposed to play? Yeah, I would definitely say be gentle and kind with yourself. That is what I'm learning the most for me is being gentle, being kind, and then also like tapping in with yourself, learning yourself. Um, So I recognize that my upbringing and my trauma and the things that I went through play a part in it. Um, And so I have to check in with myself and my confidence level. And like, you know, I had actually yesterday I had a conversation with God. I'm like, okay, this is this is what you're trying to pour into me really, so that this can go beyond what I can even imagine it to go. Um, But I think social media plays a big part in like, oh, we got to compare, we got to compete, don't do this, don't do that, you know, fit in a certain way. But like, just check in with you. I think so. I've recently started to introduce myself when people say, Courtney, introduce yourself, tell the people who you are. And I will say the very essence of who I am is love. I'm a woman that gives in love. I'm a woman that produces in love. I'm a woman that receives love. And I'm also a woman that is learning, learning how to respond to things that feel chaotic um, or combative with love too. And, but my titles are, and then I, I then I then say what my title is also. I'm a social worker that provides therapy, author, all those different things. But who I am and who I was created to be is a vessel of love. Like, and that's what I, I lo- like to do, loving myself, loving other people. And so like when you're going through this where it's challenging, just be kind to yourself on your journey. You want people to accept you, but you have to learn to accept yourself first. That, that's that's huge. No, I, I was gonna jump in on that. That's huge. How can you, that's got to be a challenging thing that you have called yourself to do because so many people out there are still, they, they love themselves, but they forget everyone else. And it's mm. so important that by giving to others, how does that make you feel? And that kind of just drives every day for you, right? When you're helping them. Yeah, absolutely. Like helping someone else navigate a challenging situation also helps me. And that's like, cause I'm being transparent. Like, so Marissa reached out to me today because my grandmother passed away um, in March and she passed away unexpectedly. And it's been a, a big roller coaster ride. And so these, these past two weeks, honestly, my feelings have been all over the place. And Marissa, Marissa reached out to me and asked me like, you know, are you okay? Are you still in a good place? And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do it because like, me talking about these things, someone else is going through this and they're not talking about it and they don't know who to talk to or who to turn to. And so it helps me move through it too. And it provides not just a safe space for other, but it provides a safe space for me. Like it's okay to feel, it's okay to be, it's okay to be human. Um, But I think a lot of society doesn't even leave leave space for that. It don't leave space for us to grieve. It don't leave space for us to try to figure ourselves out because as soon as we're born, it's like, okay, go to kindergarten, go to high school, go to college, get married, have kids. Like, and you're supposed to do these things and it's preached and teach to everybody, but no one's really taught like, but be yourself in all of this. And it's okay to be you. And people who are, who are themselves and are standing now and saying, I'm going to do what makes me feel good. And I'm going to listen to what make, what I like and all those different things. We become like unicorns, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, 
that's weird. Why are you doing that? Like, you should do that. Make sure you fit in. Make sure you, like, people have said stuff to me about, like, Courtney, you shouldn't be dancing on social media like that. You're this, you're that. No, but before I was this and that, like, I love to dance. I've been dancing since I was a little girl. It's so freeing. It makes me feel good. I love to color my hair. My mom wouldn't let me touch my hair when I was a little girl, but she would let me play with, like, weave and all these different things and so like I love to do stuff with my hair like this is who I am I like rap music rock music country music gossip like this is who I am so why do I have to change that for other people to be accepted but we're taught that though like you need to change in order to be accepted and that is so hard um yeah it's you know when I was starting to get into the mental health field I had so many people telling me what I was supposed to do right and what you know how I'm supposed to present myself and what credentials I'm supposed to have and it's like no I just want to be me like I don't Mm -hmm. care I just want to be me um so I love that you know that you promote that um So let me ask you, you know, let's talk about grief a little bit, because you mentioned two really important, um, you know, events in your life, you know, with the the losing of your son and then um, with your grandmother passing. And what you said was so important because people don't ever want to talk about grief. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I've been through, you know, I've had several miscarriages and it was taboo. And I remember my therapist telling me, you know, People brush it off because it makes them feel better, right? Not because they care about what you're thinking or what you're going through. They just want to hurry the conversation and change the subject. Um, and but but you know it's hard to talk about it when you haven't healed through it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that talking about it does does you know is it somewhat healing or what's your I guess what's your motivation to actually talk about it with people when you haven't fully healed? Yeah, I think my motivation to talk about things, um, it really lies from the people that are not talking. There's so many people that are not talking about it because, like you said, we we don't want to feel the pain. We're rushing past the pain and that there's so many people out here who aren't saying a thing and you could really be helping somebody navigate something that's challenging for them as well. And there's a, a saying that, you know, we go through life and have these experiences, not just to help ourselves, but to help other people. And I have a, a mixed emotion about that saying, but like, it's really true. Cause a lot of us, we have mirrored experiences, but we don't talk about it. We don't release it because like, it's almost like we shame ourselves for our trauma and the experiences that we go through. So like, and for me, I've been, I posted about this on Twitter not too long ago. Um, I've dealt with grief my whole life. Like I've been burying friends since I was a kid, like my being a kid and burying other kids. Like I bought my oldest nephew. He's named after one of our childhood friends who was said to have committed suicide. Um, and so like grief has always been around me. And then between the 2018 and 2020, like I lost so many family members back to back. And I also experienced another miscarriage um, during that time. And so I make sure I don't share, I have boundaries. Let me say that. I don't share so much um, that I'm taking away from my own healing process, but I share just enough to let other people know that you're not alone. You don't walk through this by yourself. And so I even tell that with my clients, like in our first, in our very first session that we have, we have an intake session. And when I'm telling them about me and how I practice and what I do, something I say is that I believe that there is healing and transparency. So if you share something that I feel like we can relate to, then I will share that with you. Because oftentimes you look at me and you're like, oh, she's a therapist. She got it all together. That's 
that's crazy that you think that. <laughs> because that, that is absolutely far from the truth, but it, it just humanizes the experience. Like, oh, I'm not alone. So I'm not going to tell you my whole life story. I'm not going to tell you all my business, but I can tell you how that I know that you can work through anxiety. I know that you can work through experiencing low moods and whatever the other experiences that you have, because I have generalized anxiety disorder. I experience slow moves. I'm grieving. I have all these different other things. My family's this, all these things like happening in, in my world too, that we can relate to and support one another in, you know? And so like, if I know that these certain tools have helped me, they could possibly help you too. That's so important. And, you know, that's also another taboo is as a therapist or a coach, you're not supposed to share your personal life. Right. But we're mm-hmm. human. And that's, mm-hmm. that's part of the human experience is to, to share and connect with each other because that is how we heal. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do, how do you, um, how do you separate? Because it, you know, when you're, when you're grieving yourself or when you're going through anxiety or, you know, whatever personal issues you're going through, Um, And then you have to help someone else, right? Whether you're in a good space or in a bad space, how do you separate yourself and what you're going through with your clients? Yeah, that's a really good question. I've been here recently with my... um, My grandmother passing away and it was so sudden. And and like I said, between 2018 and 2020, there was a lot of back-to-back deaths and a a lot of other stuff in the midst of that too. Um, I really had to prioritize me and my mental health. Like right now, I don't even practice full time anymore as a therapist. Um, I've changed my schedule. So like on Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm out of the office and on Fridays, I work half days. Like I, I really shifted how I'm responding to me so that I'm making sure that I create a lot of space for me because I know that I also have to go in and have space for other people. But there are days like here recently with my grandmother passing away where if I ain't got it to give, I don't try to give it. (laughs) And so, and I just tell my clients like, Hey, I'm going to have to reschedule you. And sometimes I am honest with them too. And let them know, like, I'm having a really tough day grieving and I won't be able to be present for you. And I won't be able to show up for you. And I, as your therapist and as someone that is helping you navigate what you're experiencing, I want to be honest with you about where I am and let you know that we are going to have to reschedule. And my clients have been really receptive to that, but it also gives them permission to tell other people, I don't got it today. I don't have it. But then there's other days where like this weekend, for example, I had a client on Saturday and he was late, but he was also like just really overwhelmed and worked up and we had already planned to talk about a specific topic and he was like, we can still talk about it. And I was just like, I don't think that's a good idea. I honor that you want to, but we don't have a lot of time. I don't want to open those cans of warm, like whatever. And so I was like, well, just tell me about your week. And so as he's telling me about his week, I was just like, yeah, I know you said just you didn't want to meditate today, but I think we should do a meditation session. <laughs> and so I led him in guiding meditation. And so in that process of him being able to relax And to come back to the present moment, me guiding that meditation also helped me relax and be in the present moment, too. So he got some relief and I got some relief as well. So I think like you also mentioned like music. I do incorporate music in my practice. Like sometimes I would say, okay, so what song? relates to the this or whatever all right let's listen to it or there may be times where I worked at a domestic violence shelter doing um, therapy and there would be times where I'm like all right 
we need to go outside and play bubbles and blow some bubbles or let's cut some music on and let's dance because like this this is all form of healing too but we get so like restricted and like oh don't do that don't do that don't do that but that's that's not how I operate because it could also be helping me (laughs) help them too like and be focused in that present moment yeah I truly believe there's so many times that I'll go through a situation and I go, what, where did this come from? This just came out of left field. And then I'll have a call with the client and coincidentally, like they're going through the same thing or something just happened. And it's like, Oh, you did that on purpose. So I can help her. Right. Like that's, I just feel like there's so much of that um, connection that happens. Um, and, and all of that happens for a reason. And I think all of the different ways of healing and all the different ways of communicating, it's all about human connection. It's all about just, you know, helping each other, getting through things and just um, through love, like you said, just just a lot of love. And I feel like I, more and more each day, that's what I want to do is just spread love and, and share that and make more connections with people um, because we all need it. It's, it's mm-hmm. so many people just go through things alone and they don't have to, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you are also an author and, uh, mm-hmm. and you do a lot of other things. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of the other things that you, you get into? Yeah. So I am, I say I'm a writer first over an author. I published a book in 2018, but that's not the first book I've written. It's just the first one that I published. Um, and so I write, I like to blog, uh, and my bloggings are very like transparent writing posts as well. And I'm, I'm learning how to um, do more articles about like, like review articles and things like that, which has been really exciting and fun experience. And um, also like being a socialite, I guess you could say, or like an influencer and basing like my, my posts and my writings about that. Um, and it's really just me experiencing life and then sharing it with other people. I am, uh, I speak is what I love doing motivational speaking. I just here recently, uh, released, um, a weekly mental health wellness planner, um, that is located on my website. So it's 52 weeks and it's, I'm using a, a therapeutic concept with this planner. So I'm really excited about that. And I just dropped that a few days ago. Um, so yeah, those are the things that I do, but I think really what I'm really doing is just being and living, living this life and and just responding to things as I need to respond to them. Like, I just really feel like I'm just out here being myself. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, and that's, that's what I love. Um, You know, that's the whole message for everyone is really just, just be, I mean, that's the name of my company, everyday being just be just, you don't have to put yourself in a box. You, You can just, live your life. Things will, uh, and opportunities will come to you. Um, don't take it so seriously, you know, blow some bubbles, dance, enjoy your music. Um, that's what life is all about. So any woman out there who's listening to the show and you're a go-getter and you're a CEO and you're, or you're trying to build a business, it's okay to, to, to be easy on yourself. It's okay to let go. It's okay to have fun in the process. So absolutely. 
Absolutely. Because I, I believe, I always tell people, especially entrepreneurs, but it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or you're working on the fire, whatever you do, working in corporate America, one of the things that needs to be a part of your wellness plan is the, your mental health and how you respond to yourself. So Liv, you are not just your job. You are not just what you do for other people. Like I had to learn that for myself too, is that like, yes, people come to you a lot, but you are so much more than what you give to other people as well. So like put yourself first and put your needs first and like be just be and things will work themselves out things will figure themselves out if somebody doesn't like you that's okay somebody else is going to love you if someone tells you no that's okay someone else is going to say yes um knowing that everything is not supposed to be a good fit you know like but ease off of yourself like the pressure that we feel from society and other people we also put that pressure on ourselves take that pressure off for you like you Ease off of yourself. Relax. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you, Cordy. We are out of time. Where can people find you? So you can find me at www.courtneyarlesia.com. Arlesia is spelled A-R-L-E-S-I-A. Um, you can find me on Instagram, which is Courtney.Arlesia. You can also find me on Medium. That's where my blogs are. And that is CourtneyArlesia.Medium.com. And... Yeah, I think that's it. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. It's been a lot of fun. I'm so glad we finally got to meet through video. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.